what's the wingspan when you start getting into turbines? Because the 60 inch span, the F 104, <laughs> is probably full scale. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Well, hello, folks. Welcome to episode number 172, the official episode of Cessna. <laughs> RC Roundtable. Uh, where we talk about not, not roundtables that are RC, but radio-controlled airplanes. And Cessnas and Cessnas and related yeah. and such and things and whatever. But anyways, I'm Fitz Walker, and joining me is Terry Dunn. Yo. And uh, Lee Ray. Yo, yo. And if you're watching us on YouTube, we've got some goofy names under <laughs> which I have no idea. Eagle Driver. Oh, that makes sense. But Mickey Hart. I, 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 okay. I'm, it's a character we're looking at. Okay. Explain yourself, young man. No, I just—that's uh, the the search and search and you you shall find the uh, comedy routine with a character named Mickey Hart makes okay, me laugh well, my, every time. My Google's all broke, right. so I'll have to look at it later. So, all right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. We hopefully you will find this uh, episode both entertaining and enlightening. So, let's get the show started. Where do we want to go? We want to talk about news. I, I, I think you actually started it. Here's the, the trivia question What's the nickname of the Cessna 172? Um, not the Skylane, is it? No, uh, it's not the Skylane. No, oh, uh, the Ensign yeah. Eliminator, I, Skyhawk. Sky, oh, okay, okay, Sky. yeah, okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, I believe you. Then the Sky question is, when and what year? was the first Skyhawk flown. So you're acting like you know this stuff, but I can see the reflection off your glasses. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> well, you know what? But I'm doing this for the people who are listening because they're probably screaming at the radio right now. Going, I know the answer. <laughs> can, uh, can I win a prize? <laughs> what was the question? What was the, what, in what year was the first Cessna 172 Skyhawk flown? Uh, 1961. Fitz? Lower. I'm thinking early 60s, too. It's lower than that. 1955. So 50, Really? Uh, that early? 1955 wow. was the first Skyhawk. And if am I correct? It is the most popular private aircraft sold? Am I correct popular, in saying that? In terms of what? Numbers built? Numbers, numbers sold? Numbers built as far as private aircraft? Uh, maybe. Uh, <clears throat> I think the yeah, Bonanza is certified. Is, yeah, probably. Maybe so, it was certified, yeah. I read something recently that said the Beechcraft Bonanza was the longest produced because they're still making them, right? No, it says yeah. it says right here. Again, people are screaming at their speakers who are driving down the road listening to the show. First flown in 1955, more 172s have been built than any other aircraft. Okay, listen to my words. Read my lips. The longest produced is the Bonanza. Not as many, but over a longer period. Yeah, because they stopped making 172s for a while. Yeah, I'll believe you on that. Okay, I was trying to keep a 172 theme going, but uh, okay, <laughs> we'll move on now. Just thought I'd just toss it in there. Yeah. It, do, first of all, who here has flown in a 172? Raise your hand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, I have. Okay. I think when I went to Riddle. 
And then who here yeah. has a Cessna 172 in their collection? Model? Yeah. Vince yeah. is like uh, this. He's like hovering his head. It comes down. Let me go. Like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I have a 182 model. I have a 150. <laughs> so, well, uh, you're right. At what, at what point I wanted to build, I was going to, that 182, I was going to dress it up as a 172 and dress it up at like the riddle planes that we had. Uh, Visually, what's the of, difference? The, I know I the window tell. is one of Three bladed prop is the only thing I can uh, tell. The, the sticker on the side? <laughs> yeah, I, could, a, I couldn't a back tell. Window, other than, a back window yeah. is different. And I know is that it? because Austin figured that out when we were at an airport. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, uh, shoot, that's what I was going to say. Uh, 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 crud. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say about the 172. Uh, oh, oh! I have time. I have actually log time in one. Uh, a Me friend too. of mine's brother had one. I don't know if it was his or he rented it. But we went for flying. And at the time, I was taking my glider training. He goes, hey, you want to do some flying around in it? And I said, sure. And we ended up doing some, I, I, me, did some takeoff and landings in it. And since the guy was a certified friggin' idiot, he was able to <laughs> sign off on my logbook that I had a couple hours of uh, 172 time. All right. Well, oddly enough, Fitz was talking about gliders. My first airplane flight was in a glider. Really? My first private aircraft or empowered aircraft was a 172. But I also did my first private pilot training in a 172. Hmm. So this is a hmm. special Cessna episode, folks. <laughs> I think that's what the title will be for some reason, even though I don't think anything in our in our script today has anything to do with Cessna 172s. But uh, glad you brought it up, Fitz. But uh, you're right, though. I do. I still want a 172 model. I've never uh, oh. have one, kind of, sort of. But I, I do still. I want to have one to fly around. I thought we need just a scale model. It's such a classic design. I have my dad's Skylane. This the Carl Goldberg Skylane. Really, a yeah. kit or something. It's my dad. It's a balsa kit, so I still have it. It's in the attic. So I oh. thought it was a Skyhawk. I know, but I'm just saying I have my dad's Skylane. I'm just trying to think of other planes I got. So well, what's uh, a Skylane? I don't know. It's just probably the 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 non-commercial name version you can use. Because that was your guess, right, Fitz? Yeah. So yeah, the Skylane's so, the 182, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, the Skylane's yeah. the 182. The Skyhawk is a 172. All right, so for everybody out there screaming at your phones and your radios, send us an email. Contact us at Roundtable. Tell us who's right, who's wrong. Guy. Or, guy. or here's Terry's number. Let me give you his phone number. You can call him right now. <laughs> Operators are standing by. <laughs> that, you mentioned the, the Bonanza. I have a Byron uh, Bonanza, V-Tail Bonanza. What do you say I want to build? Wow. Of course you are. <laughs> I wish yeah, I was sure. going to say, I wish I had a dollar every time Fitz said that. I will. Trust me. Someday. I, don't, I will. Okay. I will one day. All right. We'll hold you Patience, to Patience, young Skywalkers. Episode 9,642. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's one day and I'll build it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on, shall we? Okay. All right. So, oh, Al, before we do that, though, in oh, our wait, usual, wait, there's more. Our, Let's move on. What? No, no, don't do it. In our pre recording <laughs> chatter, we usually talk about silencing our phones, but we didn't this time. So, yeah. it, did, if did you have phone silenced, go off, no, silence. Why has been silent okay. since like yesterday? So, all right. Would you hear it if I chewed gum? 
Yes. I heard you uh, what, were you eating nerds earlier or something. You had a box of something and they were loud. Sweet tarts. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was, it was a drug of choice. Also, yeah. be, before we start the show, Terry was burping up a storm too. Like revenge of the nerds. One time. One time. <laughs> I, I did animate it a little bit, but it was only one. I make no apologies. I yeah, have... go for it. Are you ready to go? Oh, All we, right. We so the started. next thing. Are you sure you're ready, Terry? <laughs> Would you like a red carpet? An engraved invitation? Come on. <laughs> All right. This is your last chance. Go for it. All right. I'll talk slowly in case you want to. Oh, he's drinking. All right. So a <laughs> uh, couple of new product announcements since our last time we talked. I guess which one do we talk first? Uh, uh, I guess we'll go alphabetically. So, Flight <laughs> has introduced the uh, the Lee Ray Special, the Twin Turbo, <laughs> Twin Timber. Excuse me, not Twin Turbo, just Twin Timber, one point six meters. So this it's big, is big, right? What's that? That's bigger than usual. It's bigger yeah. than one point two. It's it's, yeah. it's point one meters bigger than the other. Turbo timbers. So that's uh, that's what a hundred millimeters. Don't don't try to hurt yourself there. <laughs> Let it go. Okay. So it's yes, a it's size. a little bigger wingspan. I presume a little longer. It's got two motors with counter rotating props. Uh, still looks like a timber. It's just got two motors on the wings, flared off nose. Uh, it's interesting that it seems a bit more like the Timber X in that they were saying that the ailerons, oh, sorry, the flaps can also function as ailerons for really aggressive maneuvering. And did you see also that it has? Okay. Oh, well, I assume it has differential thrust too. Yes, that was my. That was just about to come out of my mouth. It has both differential thrust and thrust reversing. Oh, can you diff like reverse in the air? I know what you're going at that. I had the same question. I don't huh. know, but if I had one, I'd try to find out. Yeah, That'd well, be really fun. Yeah, who wouldn't be able to re have full power one and reverse the other? Imagine the pinwheels you can and flat spins you can do with that kind of that kind of thrust uh, diversion. So uh, hold on just a second. Lee, Lee yeah. was that sigh because Fitz's audio was cutting out. Or is it me? It's you, actually. <laughs> okay, so my internet slowed down. My kids must be upstairs, or my kid must be upstairs on the on the webs. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, don't know anything else I'm missing on this. Um... Well, is it just me, or is the wing cord more than usual? Cord? What do you mean? Yeah, it looks like it's a fat, uh, lower aspect ratio. Am oh, I just oh. pretending that? I don't know. Insufficient huh. data to formulate a reply. All right. So, Could Lee, be. when you designed this model, did did you <laughs> intentionally give it a lower aspect ratio? <laughs> yeah. I know you guys are teasing me, but I, <laughs> I'm i going to pull this picture up. I got to yeah, change this screens is here. A bit of an in-joke so. between us. Lee's got a bee in his bonnet that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Horizon uh, you know, has stolen it's, his idea. It's really all for fun, but here's here's their version I came out with mine first, <laughs> so, so I'm showing currently showing a photo of our uh, our three view we did on the electric hub, and I wow. made mine a twin, and boy, it looks just like it. 
Yeah, they even made theirs blue my, just to spite you. I know. My wheels are just a little bit on the junior side. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, anyway, I just thought that was unique. And you know what? Kudos to them because, uh, I mean, I we all have, well, do we all have a twin? We all have the uh, twin auto, right? The UMX? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we still need we, to do the three view on that, but we uh, have a lot it. of fun. A lot of fun. So is there uh, votes available for this? Yeah, I think there are. Oh, yeah, there is. I see a picture of it. Yes. Cool. So let me slide down here. Um, is it down here? I don't remember where there is. Um, the answer is yes. lights, too. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, but yeah, it does have some lights. But the only, I mean, scroll I don't up. Know. It's on just below the main picture. If you scroll to the little arrows, nope, up, up again. Stop. There you go. Right here, one of these. Yeah, scroll to the right. All right. Should be a picture of it in floats. Nice. This is high Ooh. quality entertainment right here. Uh, I do not see a picture of it in floats, guys. Really? I know I've. I think I've seen it, but I think it may have been in the video. Oh, yeah. There's page. no picture. Oh, there, there it is. Aha. Aha. Uh -huh. There it is with yes, floats. It, it does have floats. And both of you have your UMX twin otters with floats currently on them, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was flying mine the other day off some puddles. Fun. Yeah. So it can run 3S, 4S. Most likely people will push 4S. And not that I have a problem with it, but there was no tray in this one, which I really did like the tray on the other, the other trays that they were installing. Uh, only because the concern I have is, you know, switching between 3S and 4S, this is a significant weight distribution. So, but looking at this tray, the photo of the tray right now, it's on our screen. It looks like you have room to shove a battery back to get the CG just right. Yeah. And like and you said, I, nobody's going to run 3S in this thing. Yeah. So maybe they've already got it set there. I do like the wing harness that they have, the connection. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know if I can pull it up real quick, but there is a drawing here uh, in the manual. Please look at the manual, learn more. But there's a little neat little connection they have. I think it's just two wires. Oh, interesting. And then this plugs in, or or this comes from the there's wing as wires. well. And this, yeah. So there's four. There's power, and then there's the wing and lights. I'm assuming that it's a multi connector. So yeah, it's got, yeah. Well, yeah. It's so, interesting. The there's three wire connectors that go, I assume, out to the motors. And it looks like uh, an expanded XT60 or EC5 or whatever it would be. Yeah, but it's keyed differently, so it's unique for that aircraft. Yeah, I agree. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a whole new connector. Light, yeah. yeah, the whole new connector. That's interesting. With three. Yeah, so just four port, four, excuse me. Well, mm -hmm. actually, this looks like it's one piece, this harness with the red and green settings. It looks like it's one a one-piece harness, so it's just three connections you have to make. And then yeah. bolt the wing down. So that's very nice because I will tell you, I have the E-Flight. Um, oh, shoot. What's the little Pawnee? It's the Night Pawnee. Thank you. That's what it's called. The Brave. And the Brave. Thank you. The Pawnee Brave. And it's a spaghetti mess of wires trying to get that wing on and off. So I typically just try to keep it on that plane and just move it around the shop. But this is uh, unique, and I'm glad they're doing stuff like that. All right. Cool. And for you people in your car right now, we're looking at pretty pictures in the manual. <laughs> we're we're going to read the manual online. It's the Andy Kaufman bit. Three three hundred and eighty smackaroonies, guys. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's um, about expected for the. Well, that's the Biden fly. Correct. With AS three X in safe. Yeah, and whatever. They're, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they'll sell buckets of them. 
Timbers are just that middle of the road kind of airplane that everybody likes. I have nothing against it. I don't particularly need one. Fitz will get to fly several of them. <laughs> Somebody in my club will show up with one and I'll probably end up flying it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, uh, they're filling in a niche. So, yeah, good for them. I don't know that the world was asking for another timber, but they got it and it's at least unique. Yeah, I like I like twins. So most those are like multi engines, and it's something that's not intimidating as a multi engine. So yeah, get one, have fun. Yeah, I gotta say I'm not as excited about this plane as I was, say, with the twin otter. Hmm. You know, I and not that. So what I'm saying is I, I'm not jumping on this. It's not saying, oh yeah, I gotta have one of those. I like it. I get a give it a thumbs up. But boy, I tell you that I've had so much fun with the otter. It's hard for me to think that, uh, I don't know, <laughs> this is good. I maybe, maybe because I have a timber X and I'm very happy with it. So I have the best of both worlds in two separate aircraft. Yeah, there you go. All right. Now what? You're, you have the reins to the show. Me? You're, cap you're cap captain of the, you're captain of the ship. You never give me the reins. Hey, somebody went to Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Whataburger. Texas tradition. One of the best. What's in the cup? Just Irish tea. soda. Just Irish tea. tea. Just plain old tea. Mm. All right. Well, All right. you want to go to the next item? We do. We do. All right. So... Uh, our buddy over at uh, Old School Model Works, Mark Lanterman, has introduced a new plane called the something I forgot. What is it called? <laughs> it's right there on the screen. Minuet. Thank you. Sorry, I clicked off. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so very interesting. Little. It's basically a very much a kind of a Eindecker looking aircraft. I was going to say Blario, but sorry. You're right. Oh, in between a Blair and I, yeah, it's more Blario. I'll go with that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, a little bit of an Eindecker, but yeah, Blario. yeah, it's got some elements of both. Um, very neat. Um, what's the size on? I forgot the wingspan on this thing 67 and a half inches. Oh, it's pretty good size, it is. It says electric and glow, so 10, 15 to 25 size glow or 250 watt plus electric. Uh, it's pretty neat. looks like it'd be a fairly quick build, something very distinctive looking. Uh, I see a, a dummy engine on the right. Is that in the kit, do you know, or is that an accessory? No, it's an extra. It's an extra. Okay. And I can click on this here. It says click for more okay. details. So there you well, go. That's neat. 3D printed, maybe? Yeah, I think Lucian makes those. Oh, and okay. It, it's made to fit around the recommended electric motor. That's pretty neat. It's, it's an three Anzani three-cylinder. You yeah. mean a recommended badass motor? Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you use a resin printer for that, at least for the uh, housing. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're very nice. Uh, cool. I mean, I, and I would, gosh, just looking at, you got to buy this accessory kit with the aircraft. Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. interesting. So I built a much smaller version and an Eastbourne monoplane, and that was from Retro RC. That was several years ago. I think I had still lived in Houston, or maybe I was in Lubbock. I think maybe that was a Lubbock plane. Anyway, the original also used the Anzani three cylinder, 
And that motor, it came with a faux motor kit. It was made of cardstock, some balsa that made the crankcase, and then the fins on the cylinders were cardstock. And then used some aluminum or brass tubing for the exhaust stacks and just mm. a few simple things. But the overall impact of those simple things, it looked really good. So I was yeah, really happy with how that turned out. Yeah. yeah. And so this one has the same thing, just without all the effort overhead. Yeah. Now, as a reminder, Old School Model Works, they make kits. These are laser-cut balsa kits that you will have to build and glue together and cover and assemble. Uh, but it usually invokes really, really good and clever engineering in his kits. I've built, I think all three of us have built kits, or at least... Oh, no, Lee, you have one, but you haven't built it yet, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's on his head. <laughs> uh, so no doubt it'll be uh, a fun build and uh, easy plane to fly. Uh, you don't have to cover half the fuselage, too, so it should be build. <laughs> yeah, I like that the Ford fuselage is plywood, so like he did in the pictures here, you can stain it. Yeah. Well, which is what I did on the other one I built. No, it looks good, and it, yeah, it's holding it up well after a few years. Yeah, see... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's try this. Um, would you keep it this paint scheme or would you do something different? Who are you asking? Uh, we'll start with you, Terry. Um, I would probably do something very similar. Maybe put some... No, I wouldn't do scallops. It's more of a golden age thing. Um, yeah, I'd probably go similar. Maybe the only difference would be whatever color the wings are. This is kind of an antique white. Maybe I'd do a cream. Hmm, I don't know. Is do you think that's covered in cloth or some type of cloth material? That was my initial guess. Yeah, it looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, looks good. What about what about you, Fitz? Uh, very similar to Terry. I'd be really tempted to stain it, um, but yeah, I'm not a fan of the color he used for the wings and tail. Uh, probably along the lines like Terry said, cream or something along those lines. Um, I might be tempted to put some metal on the front of the fuselage. Ooh, maybe. I like that. Yeah, some yeah. simulated aluminum or something. Yeah. You know, maybe half an inch deep or inch deep, something like that, just to give it a little bit of a look. But, uh, yeah. Hey, nice so, looking airplane. Well, I didn't Go ask. Ahead. Can Can I give you my response? Fine. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> There's still three seats at this round table, correct? <laughs> Tonight there did, are. Did, uh, did y'all see the Spirit of St. Louis with Jimmy Stewart? Do you remember? I, I may have yeah. at some point in my life, but some time ago, yeah. The, the scene that he flies in with his beat up Jenny, lands at the army base, and he, he turns in his papers, and I'm here to fly, you know, and the the, the plane's just a total wreck. I just I feel like making this one like battle fatigued. You know, just have a couple of holes or have patches all over it and just have, you know, have a character, a character in that cockpit that's just, just trying to hold it together, you know, just and have like string tying the the struts are, are on there and stuff like that. Or have, have like a rope for one strut <laughs> versus a, a wire. I don't know. It just seems like that could be a lot. Oh, you know, and definitely like make a little fake patch, those tire patches that you see. In oh, yeah. Teams. That yeah. just, uh, that'd, that'd be, be a lot fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. You reminded me. Uh, I watched a movie that I had never seen before that I can remember, and I, it's the um, 
those men and their magnificent flying machines. Exactly. Same premise. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed that movie far more than I probably should have. <laughs> it was a completely silly movie, but it was really fun. Oh, and oil stains all the way back, you know, just, yeah. and, and maybe even have it so it drips. Like you could just bring, <laughs> bring something so when you're sitting there, it's like, is this, is this thing oil? <laughs> but I like, uh, I will say Fitz, I like the idea of putting a little metal wrap on the nose. That would be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. So my only comment about it, which isn't a criticism, is that the ailerons seem kind of small. So I would guess it's not aerobatic. Oh yeah, they're. That's oh yeah, they're kind of mid-wing. They're not even at the tips. They hint at a roll. Yeah, (laughs) it's a minor suggest, a nudge. (laughs) Let's go roll this way. Assuming it's based on a real Blario, I think they were wing warping, right? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, those so things were barely controllable <laughs> as well. Yeah. So I think I've talked before. I used to have a model that had wind warping. It was a Radical RC version of the Wright Flyer, but it used GWS slow stick flying parts. So it had GWS wings for slow stick wings. And then what would have been the tail feathers you made the canard out of and then rudders. And it used some weird contraption to warp the wings for roll. And the way it worked out, it actually more skewed the wings than actually warped them. And it wasn't that effective. It was neat to look at, but uh, the rudder was very effective. But uh, the wing warping itself, not so much. Hasn't NASA been experimenting with the modern version of wing warping? I think uh past few years. Uh, they have a different term for it. I forgot what it was called. But with, basically, they can change the shape of the wing. Uh, like uh, elastic Something uh, like that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. More efficient at having separate ailerons, you know. Yeah, rather than a separate hinge surface, the, right, the wing right. itself. Yeah, changes I, I want to say I, I watched a video where the wingtip was being modified. I had video of the, the wingtip reshaping. But um, huh. it could be it, yeah. Well, I think it like kind of like it rolled down, you know, it, it would um, actually flex the tip in different directions, so. There's an RC model out there where the entire wingtip is aileron. Is it FMS? It's a night flyer. I've oh, seen yeah, it yeah. before. The whole uh, wing t- yeah. I have there's a kit. It's it's got like it's a, it's got like a dinosaur name, and I forgot the name of it. It yeah. has the whole tips are ailerons. I have a so, kit, small kit of one. Yeah, so for everybody out there who's now yelling at their screen, just save your emails till the end. You can create a list. <laughs> All the things we can't remember or we're wrong about. And then <laughs> just send us one email. Paleoton, paleo. I can't remember what it's called. But yeah. <laughs> so I guess we need to do our um, Siskel and Ebert uh, vote on this aircraft. I think it's a thumbs up. I think thumbs that up? would be a, be a fun plane to build. Yeah. yeah and sure. yes, I, I still have to do the Mamba. I, I, it's on my list. I feel like I'm fits. I'll get to it. I'll build yeah. it eventually. I'll get to yeah. it. All right. Well, I think I rounds out our new products for this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. Yeah. Have we done the link yet? Oldschoolmodels.com, Minuet. Yeah, um, the usual. Check our social media. Check the website for the links. Yeah, one seventy nine ninety five. I assume it's available now. We'll just assume that it's already shipping. We assume that by the time you hear this, it will be available. Yeah, at the rate we've been releasing shows, psh, it's probably going to be discontinued by the time we release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Lee, you are going on a trip, a three-hour yeah. tour, right? Three-hour tour. Yeah. Yes. 
14, 15, <laughs> two-day travel. Before you build any momentum there, um, the plane I was thinking of is called the FMS Night Flyer. No, the Firefly, excuse me. That's the one that has the twisting wingtips. It's FMS. So I don't know if that's what you were thinking of or not, Fitz. No. Because Fireflies, that ain't no dragon I ever heard of or dinosaur. I can't even no, see no. that. It literally has a really weird um, name, and I can't think of it. Uh, oh, you guys are you thinking of that flying wing? It's kind of a flying wing thing, yeah. It looks like it was made in the 30s. Yeah, I think Steven Zero has one of those. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your comments. I just cut you off. So rude. Like We're driving down Beltway 8. I'm going here. All right, next topic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to Ceph, the Southeastern Electric Flying Fantastic. What is it? Flying Flight Festival. (laughs) <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? See, now <laughs> Yes, Vince. I have a go back. I found it. I'll put it in the chat. Maybe we can find it. I can't There's no chat. Ar- Archaeopteryx? The Granger? Granger? Ar- Archaeo- Archaeopteryx. Oh, my gosh. Archaeopteryx. <laughs> See, now, right. now I don't feel bad. I couldn't remember the damn name because it's almost unpronounceable. Granger Archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. We'll have to find a picture of it to share. I just want to stop and thank everybody who's still listening <laughs> to our show. <laughs> Thanks for holding on and thinking that we're just part of your life, and you understand that with our insanity, you feel normal. I'm not even listening anymore. <laughs> so. Anyways, maybe we'll post a link or something. We'll put it on our uh, Facebook page. All right, Lee, I'm sorry. I, it's, please make that your name at our le- our next live show. <laughs> <laughs> please don't forget. Maybe maybe one of those models would be at Seth. Speaking of Seth, <laughs> speaking of Seth, <laughs> that's a really weird segue. <clears throat> so I'm going to Seth for the first time next mean? week. Well, I say next week, so it's uh, the week of the 19th uh, right now so oh gosh what day am i arriving i think it's tuesday the 25th yes so i'm of april in the year 2023 there you go that's the (laughs) gotta make this for the listening audience so yes i will be going to sef 2023 i will arrive on the 25th i plan to stay all through the weekend i am feverishly uh mind-numbingly uh angrily finishing my trailer (laughs) i say upgrades but really has been a nightmare of fixing things uh and i could have another episode about uh how to pick your first cargo trailer i'd love to do that chat specifically live because i think i'd I'd love to have other people chime in with things they've done or uh, regrets they've had (laughs) like me well didn't Uh, you do that before you bought the trailer I did a lot of research, but until I started disassembling this trailer to do the upgrades, did I realize how much stuff was not done properly. So at this time, I'm, my trailer is in some pieces, and I've got to leave in less than a week. So I am hoping to finish some new electrical work that I've done in there and insulation and fix the ceiling, which, by the way, that's one of the first things I'll tell you. If you ever get a cargo trailer, uh, used or new, and it has not, it's not finished, and you're just buying one, you want to insulate the, the roof of your cargo trailer. That 
really was a huge change uh, from, you know, coming home and working in it and then going to several events last year with it. And it's, it's uh, yeah, for your, my little bald head, <laughs> that close to the top. I mean, Terry, you, your head would have been touching metal. <laughs> your head would have melted to the roof. Uh, but that's a, that's a big benefit. So I did finish that. I'm, I'm, I should be done by this weekend. And uh, gosh, I got to tell you, I don't know if it's here. I'd love to show it on the screen, but I wrote down all these notes that I made for Seth. <laughs> it's like, I got over 15 planes listed that I want to bring. And I'm like, I can't do that. I mean, I, I just can't. I need to focus on a, a handful of good ones that I can repair and so forth. So, uh, and you know what? I just, uh, I'm not going to even talk about what the choices are. I'm just going to show up. Of course, I did mention in our last show, uh, Plywood Overcast will be making a visit to Seth. So hopefully that'll be fun. Maybe I can get a, a Seth sticker. Maybe if they've got some giveaways, I'll go. slap that. And we yeah. need to start putting a patch on every place we visit with plywood overcast, <laughs> exactly. and like luggage. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that'll be entertaining for some folks and, you know, let people have some stick time on it. It is, uh, it's an interesting plane to fly. And yeah. Fitz, you, you flew it at best. So yes, I did. Would, you, would, would you call it a lazy elephant? <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm looking forward to hanging out with the guys. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, Josh Orchard will be there. Uh, Dag Atwood, he'll be there. And so I plan to, you know, have, I have a nice spot up front. I, I got to tell, thank Bob, who's the, uh, uh, I say contest director, but I mean, he's event manager, contest director. He's been doing it for the past what, nine or 10 years. Uh, super friendly guy. I've enjoyed every conversation I've had with him. And he's just gone out of his way to make me feel welcome. Uh, I guess, especially because I'm a noob. I'm kind of wondering if they have some kind of... <laughs> hazing they give to the new guys and then and i'm up front so i'll be seen you know i'm gonna wear a right. special hat or something uh but i you know i'm looking forward to it. i'll be doing a, a lot of content for the ama i plan to do a live show every day while we're out there so i hope you guys tune in as well and some flight line stuff and interviews i just it's just you know gosh the idea of being in an event with 200 pilots that's probably the largest one i've been to so all right bigger than flight fest you think no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think Flight Fest probably is bigger. It, there's a difference. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you count them because I'm sure Flight Fest has more pure numbers, um, but it's a different kind of crowd. It's a oh, lot yeah. more rookies and people in the build tent, which is all great. It's just a different atmosphere, but I would say the vast majority of people at Ceph, based on my experience, which is now old and dusty, um, but most people there are experienced. and Well, and let know, me specify that. Flight Fest, Texas, versus the main Flight Fest in Ohio. So yeah, there's probably a lot more uh, in the Ohio yeah. one fits. So yeah. as far as Texas goes, no. Um, so I don't know if what other questions you have, but guys, uh, just stay tuned. I will. I'll, by the way, I'll also be providing content for RC Roundtable. So look for a recording or a live show for our channel as well. Look forward to it. Okay. Because I don't know. Did y'all get the email this week from the AMA? Amy this week. Oh yeah, the, it's got your mug on the front. So Did Lee's you see my mug? Stuff. Yeah, There's, very nice. The big letters says Lee Ray is going to flight to sell. I, I had no idea. No <laughs> one told me. <laughs> I had no idea that I was going on the cover. I was like really yeah, shocked. I, he told me he was going to wanted to add an an item in there. I had no idea it was going to cover. But uh, my trivia question for you guys, if you were observant, do you see anything wrong with the P thirty eight? I didn't look at it that closely. Oh, jeez. You have a picture of it. Yeah, can you flash it on the screen? Uh, if I yeah, can you hold a second? 
I've got mine here. <laughs> Lee heads to Seth. I love that. We'll be right with you in a moment. <laughs> What's wrong um, with the P38? Amazon Women. It looks like it has a 72 megahertz antenna on it. No, that's the elevator. No, there's one going straight back. Oh, maybe that's the shadow of it. That's the, the elevator push. That's the elevator. Oh, no. I, what back. I'm seeing, it's this. I see that, but there's also a so, seam on the trailer behind it that looks so like, a, yeah. Oh, that's the trailer. That's a P3 yeah. you were holding, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. My JR models. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it, saw it, but it, I didn't, didn't really well, get the magnifying glass out. It's, it's okay. It's not a huge trivia question, but I looked at the photo and went, where is my spinner? The left spinner is gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. It was. It's been here this whole time. Battle I was damage. Like, I. The good news is I found it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it has not been here since it was been in my shop. I had. I take it. I took it downstairs, and I was like, I was freaking out because after I saw the photo, and I didn't notice until the email. <laughs> so mm. I was like, I was just completely blind to the fact that my spinner is gone. But I actually found it in the workshop. So. Just, man, I was like, I don't want to go without a spinner. That's um, a miracle because you showed me pictures of your workshop last weekend. Uh, I don't know how you found anything. I'm not trying to give you a hard time. But you should. You should. Ooh. It was bad. And it was a uh, Hyperion spinner. So it's like it was a, a very rare. Well, they don't even make them anymore. And really? it just bit. Per no, they don't make the Hyperion spinners anymore. It was just a perfect fit. So anyway. Oh, man disaster averted and so i will definitely be bringing the p38 i think that'll be a blast to fly out there in fact okay. i can tell you that there are currently three p38s on my to bring list so yeah. <laughs> that's on brand <laughs> so p38 back in the day dag used to create kind of uh, special builds for seth is he doing that this year or has he advertised one and they were almost always ginormous i I'm I drew I'm drawing a blank. What is the name of the big yellow and blue plane? He yellow flew last and blue year? one. I Matt, don't know. At, at, oh shoot! The one I uh, remember is called an MSL. MSL. That, that I think that's it. That's so, that's from a long time ago, and it was huge. I think he used reclaimed lumber to build it. <laughs> well, this one's like 160 inches. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So he's not bringing it this year. He said, first, I, I don't know if he had a problem with it or he just decided he's not to bring it. So I kind of was expecting him to bring this uh, plane he brought last year, but he's not. But I'm sure, and maybe it'll be a nice surprise, he'll bring something else. I've always been told, and even Bob had a conversation with me, you know, Dag always brings something to entertain the crowd. So hmm. we'll look yeah. forward to that. Uh, cool. I, I hope I entertain the crowds too. You know, we'll see. I hope that JR models, you know, entices some people. I have a feeling I'll, I'll get to talk with some old. Okay. What are you laughing about Fitz? I hear you breathing. Like you're about to laugh at me. Uh, 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 I got a story to tell, but go ahead. Oh, no, I just, because it's old school, it's that JR models. It's that, you know, hobby lobby type aircraft. I kind of hope I'll see some people out there and go, Oh, wow. I wish I had one, you know, kind of like the feeling I had when I got it. Well, Horizon used to go there with their full crew. Do you know if they're going this year? I I do know that they're a main sponsor. Uh, Extreme Flight is their key sponsor and Flex Innovation. So Horizon will be there. And then I think their new sponsor is TGK Connectors. So, and it's on their website, which I'll pull up real, real quick. There you go. So, um, oh, and Bob Horizon. said they've just gone overboard this year. So it sounds like it's going to be awesome. So two things. First, 
uh, I, Horizon will be there. Maybe Ollie will be there. Now your buddy. So if you don't get some stick time on a twin timber, you have failed. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, good point. That being said, I told this. I told you this, guys, because I haven't. I'm thinking I'm just going to put it in the trailer. But I still have. Thank you, Fitz. By the way, for uh, buying one for me. Uh, I still have my other twin otter new in box with floats. Oh. And they have a pond yeah. up there. So yeah. I was thinking that might be the plane I fly out there. So if I don't get twin timber flight time, I'll have twin otter flight time. Yeah. Okay. But you need to get twin timber flight time. <laughs> I yeah. need to? Yes. yes. You, you, that is your mission. You need oh, gosh. Report. All right. So can it be from anybody else who brings one? I just sure. to say, hey, yeah. buddy, I have to fly it. The guy's at home. Terry told me to. to. I, I'm not allowed to come home unless I fly a twin timber. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's $5. I'll buy you a soda. <laughs> and okay, so there's that. That is your mission. Also, I'm going to sound dumb here. What are TGK connectors? I have no idea. Is that it an sure RC? Like a Dean, isn't it? Yeah, it looks RC. Oh. He's he makes uh, knockoff Deans. <laughs> I don't know if that's the advertising you want to give. I don't know. I, I'm pulling up the website, so stand stand by. Yeah, they make connectors. They look like adapters. Adapters can you know, yeah, but, they're adapters yeah. for you know to go from a Dean's to a XT7 XT30 or EC. Okay. So not necessarily their house brand. Okay, I see yeah. they they deal in connectors of all types. Yeah, so, so they don't have their own connectors that you can <laughs> they're, normally use. They're diverse. They're yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, there's a whole bunch okay, of kind of connectors out there. Connectors and connector accessories. And, <laughs> you yeah. need connectors. We got yellow ones. We got blue ones. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I get it. Hmm. All right, so you were talking about entertainment. Uh, the one and only time I went to SEF some, well, quite a few years ago, probably 15-ish or more years ago, uh, I you had uh, I, <laughs> I I brought a bunch of stuff, and one of them was a, at the time, pretty new uh, helicopter called a Joker. It was a 60-size electric helicopter. It huge back of, then. Right? It was huge. It ran off of 24 to 32 NICAD cells uh, <laughs> or a 10S lithium eventually as I ran to it. And so I brought it out and I was flying it around and I dumb thumbed it hard into the ground, flight line center practically. Um, and I had people coming up to me throughout the day says, I didn't see it, but I heard it. <laughs> 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 so is that so, plane or that heli still with us oh yeah in fact it's in saying up in the garage it's it's been retired um it's old and you can't i don't even get spare parts for it anymore and stuff but <laughs> it's sort of a nostalgia thing i just sort of and i stripped it out of the, of the servos and some other stuff but it's it's flyable i threw a couple of servos in it. it i could still fly it is it brushless yeah i had a brushless motor a big outrunner brushless motor and a big speed controller but nikes uh, no, I eventually flew it off for lithium. Okay. But it always lithium. had brushless. It always had brushless, yeah. Okay. It came out during the brushless era, but uh, lithiums were not quite out yet. So it initially was for, it actually flew really well off of NICAD or nickel metal hydrides, but only for about, you know, three minutes or so. Uh, but it was How well did it fly on alkalines? So, yeah, so I, yeah, I was took my embarrassment. I whacked it hard. <laughs> but uh, I just thought it was funny because people were saying, yeah, I, I missed it, but I heard it. <laughs> you know, our buddy Sparky used to do well at uh, 
Seth with Best of Show Awards. I think he's got a couple of those, yeah. I think his YO3A, that uh, Schweitzer uh, spy plane, was basically a glider converted to, yeah. yeah. I think he won with that. We'd have to ask him, but I think he won a couple times. So he was a big deal out there. And I remember the last time I went, I ran into Sparky there. And also uh, he was sharing a, a tent with Dave Graben. Oh, so I think oh, that might have been the first time I met Dave. Yeah. So, yeah. Great guy. Yeah, for sure. But I always had a great time when I went. I, I told you before, I went twice. Both times I went with the Old Farts Flying Club, which was a select group of the people from the JSC club that would meet at a churchyard on Friday mornings. And I would play hooky from work and go fly with them there. Fitz, you showed up from time to time too. Um, but yeah, we would uh, went out there and took a trailer and we stayed at a hotel. We didn't camp on the field, but the two times we went, it was just a blast. And you're going to have fun. I hope so. There's no hope. How could <laughs> It's a requirement. And I don't want to hear any of this the day you get there. Oh, I'm kind of tired. I think, no, your job is to experience everything it has to offer. I'm going to get a megaphone. And as soon as I park, who's got a twin timber? <laughs> yeah, that too. And you're camping out there in your now insulated trailer, right? Semi. I, <clears throat> I had this conversation with Terry the other night. It's like, uh, there's good, better, and best. Oh, and then there's like starter package. So I started yeah. with crap and then I made it good. And my goal was to make it the best. And now I'm back down to better. And now I'm falling that back down to good. So you asked me if it was insulated. It's partially insulated. I have no time to get to the other side because when I tell you there's no way I can get to it, it's because all the plywood has to be recut. All the nails have to be yanked out, these stupid rail nails. And then I will say in a positive turn, using these new screws, the proper screws, everything's lining up much better and it's going to make it so much easier to maintain. So, um, and there you go. So right. it'll be, it'll be better than a tent, <laughs> but I'll still, I'll still be going, God, dirty, it's not all the way. <laughs> still be kicking myself. But yeah. And I also, you know, just for fun, I bought a new mattress, uh, an inflatable mattress, but this is one of those self-inflating ones. So I got one that's small enough for my camping cot and one I can put in the trailer and boy, it's really nice. I've, you know, did some research on these things and it's not meant really for little tents, you know, like if you're backpacking, it's meant for what do you call it? Glamping. And, but I, I really like it. So I was like, okay, I think I'll feel good because last time I went, I just had my sleeping bag for best and this will be, this will be better. So I am moving up (laughs) as far as style. (laughs) You could just string up a hammock between the wingtips on plywood overcast. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And you know what? That's a a hammock. What a great idea. (laughs) I'll just stream it over to Dag's trailer and I'll just <laughs> sit in between the two. <laughs> See, and, and I, I kind of wish this was a live show because if there are other people who had gone, they'd probably give me some great advice. So I kind of like, this is like uh, when Fitz and I went to Joe Nall, which by the way, Joe Fitz and I will be going to Joe Nall in, in about a month. Um, you know, Going the early, the first half, where there weren't so many people, gave Fitz and I so much more time to look at everything, not feel rushed. And, you know, I think I had a lot more fun learning because it wasn't so crowded. 
kind of the thing I feel with Seth. I'm going very dry. It's like, you know, I'm just going to look around, have fun, make plans to come back another year. But that being said, boy, I have a feeling Joe Nall is going to be a hoot for me and Fitz with our RV. So we'll save it for another podcast. Yeah. Sorry, Terry. I'll get there one day. You one will. Day. That I'll one day when Fitz stuff. finishes his Cessna 172. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, are there any other events we want to talk about? Nats is coming up. That's no, you don't want to talk about Nats. Is there any events oh, we want to talk about? Oh, oh, let me pull up your screen there. Let me pull up, give you solo time. Ooh. Look at that. So, Tomas sent me some cool swag. Look at that thing. Yeah, Tomas over at Legend Hobbies. Yeah, as he engraved, personalized. Uh, that's uh, not. Who's cozy? That one. Read it and weep, boys. What does it say? I can't. The window's small. Oh, I'm, hold on. We've got to pull him up. There's, uh, I got everything Dunn. screwed up here. It's just right my name. There. there we go. Terry Dunn, Ooh. super genius. President genius. of RC Roundtable <laughs> Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Tomas. These are cool things. I also got uh, some other swag. Um, but th this one's pretty neat. I've never seen this much color and definition on one of these tumblers before. Yeah, but a whole nice. B17 there. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Tomas at uh, Legend Hobbies is sponsoring some stuff at the Bomber Field B17 Gathering, the 35th annual special edition of the B17 Gathering this September 14th and 16th of 2023. Uh, Through the 16th. Was that 14 through the 16th? 14 through the 16th, yes. Yeah, well, and that being said, it's kind of like best. So some people are going to be there on September 7th. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> August 12th. <laughs> no, no kidding. I mean, they the campsites fill quickly. If, uh, and uh, you know what? We'll we'll talk more about it when we get closer. But if you are free this weekend, put it on your calendar to come attend. We'll talk more. Yeah. about uh, the whole event we'll be there brett becker i think said he's wanting to go oh Chris nice on the fence uh we'll get him off uh, that fence <laughs> is this the event he came to last year yes okay he's been twice okay. so and he just uh i don't know maybe the texas heat got to him you know <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't in the best of moods it's kind of like me with my trailer right now i know what he's feeling <laughs> i understand him but yes, the, the B-17 gathering is, is great. It's huge. Well, I say it's huge. I mean, we haven't had 200 pilots there, right? It's been, a, what, 120, 130 last year? It was, it was a pretty good crowd last year, though. It was, it was yeah. always great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have been to where it's been bigger. And I was. I think I told you one of like the first times I got to fly with my Piper Pawnee because it met the limit. You know, I was waiting at the pilot station with like three other pilots. So it was it was a long wait back then, but it is an awesome event. You got to come down. The guy who you interviewed last year, Fitz, who won the B-17 prize, all that aluminum. Oh, yeah, yeah. You and yeah. Chris Wolf interviewed him. That was that was definitely worthy of the trophy. So, yeah. Well, really let's nice. clarify this because I always get confused. The B-17 event is not strictly Warbirds, right? It's any scale big bird. So 80 inch monoplane, 60 inch biplane. Correct. It's right. the the preference, excuse me, the preference, the focus is on Warbirds and B-17, World War II, but they also have awards for full scale, you know, or scale models, giant 
giant scale models. Um, but they're trying to do away from stuff like 3D flying and jets. You know, okay. So civilian models are okay as long as they're big enough. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It says uh, right here, big birds are welcome to participate uh, as long oh. as they are replicas of full-scale aircraft. <laughs> yeah, you could read the text that I put up that I didn't read. Yeah. <laughs> and jets are actually, turbines are allowable, I think, uh, as long as they're large-scale. As long as they're scale. Real. Yeah. Um, uh, also, does, okay. the, what's the wingspan when you start getting into turbines? Because the 60-inch span, the F-104, <laughs> is probably full-scale. <laughs> or okay. 80 inch man. yeah so yeah right. the, the the jet scales are very nebulous or it's a very gray area um, as long as you're in the spirit of the event in the spirit of being a large-scale jet yeah i mean there's yeah. been some pretty large jets that showed up there so they're very much in the spirit the Barry yeah, Barry, had, the the yeah. yeah yeah the, the giant a10 shows up Bay Rayburn's got an F-104 that's ginormous. Uh, and there's some, been some other large-scale turbines out there. So they're generally... Fitz, was it last year or two years ago we saw that F-14 going? Ooh. Oh, I remember you guys talking about that. Yeah, video. Yeah, we two do. years ago. Yeah. It might have been two years ago, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that hurt the wallet. <laughs> I mean, he was fighting that thing. I mean, you could just... He was. He was, he was like, oh, <laughs> Think again, think again. We loved it. Oh, yes. We were like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was yeah, This event is great because you do get a lot of bombers that show up too. So it's great to see all kinds of multi engine. I'm sure um, Mike Lyle will be there with B 24. There's usually a whole bunch of B 17s and, and various other bombers that show up. Uh, we had, they didn't fly, but we had somebody from California last year that had a really, really big B 17. They were sort of set putting together, but they never got it running or something I mean, the well, fuselage was in two pieces it was so big well they had oh, that one gosh. guy who came i think it was two years ago who brought his really large b-17 he was flying it during the week because he got in early and he clipped the trees oh, on final yeah, yeah, oh, I remember, I, yeah that. I remember that yeah oh. oh my goodness i mean we were like i can't believe he hit that <laughs> it just didn't look right but uh let's let's move on uh we we will cover this again before we go bomberfieldusa.com the B-17 gathering, go look it up. They also have a Facebook page. Just uh, type in yeah. Bomber Field USA that you'll find it. It's a great event, and we'll uh, we'll tell you more about it. Well, one last thing, the pizza's back, eight-foot pizza on Friday. And it's supposed to be bigger and better than ever, or better than ever, better than last year. <laughs> okay. So hey, more pepperonis. And yeah. One more thing for me. I think you were talking about maybe for this event, Lee trying to get Bally's Bomber to do a flyby. Did that ever become a thing? I tried last year. In fact, I forwarded uh, Barry Rayburn, the president of the club, his contact information. So it's out of my hands now. But last time I called him, uh, he was just unavailable. Okay. This is, for those who don't know, the, what would you call it? A, a full scale. Yeah, how would you describe this? Yeah. A mini B-17. B-17. Yeah. Uh, a, it's uh, a man carrying scale model of the B-17. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's like a, what? Half Single seat, two th- yeah, two third scale, half scale P seventeen. I think it's a third scale. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's a third scale single seat. You know, your feet in the bond in the nose, and <laughs> the rudder pedals are right there in the nose. I'm sorry, yeah. in the nose section. The so ultimate FPV B seventeen. And I've okay. never had a. I didn't never got to see it fly. You know, when I showed up at Air Venture, he had had the gear problems, so he didn't mm, get to fly right. it during a demo. So, mm. all right. Well, that'll be neat so if that, you're able to work that out. 
Yeah, I'll uh, thank you. I'll write that down and I will send another email to him and Barry. Hey, and if he's at AirVenture, we can uh, plant the seed. Oh, when yeah. we're at AirVenture. You'll get these keys back when you agree to come <laughs> to Bomber. Right. Uh, one other event that happened this past weekend, we had SAE Aero Design up in Fort Worth, Texas, happened this weekend. Is so, it west or east this year? Uh, you know, I don't remember. I know it's 50-50. What do they have against a central? I think it was east this year. Okay. Matter of fact. So they, they alternate back and forth, right? One year it's east, one year it's west? Yeah, because it's right in the middle of the country. Because it depends yeah. on whether they have the east in Florida or the west in California. Okay. Uh, which always happens first. Oh, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I see half a it's... table showing some video of the event, yeah. and I saw a wheel come out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was uh... right to the best part. For those of you driving, uh, SAE is full of wonderful <laughs> flights, uh, and this guy's uh, their plane landed. The tail came off, and the wheels went forward and back. <laughs> Frangible airframe. So. If that's not posted on the sad page already, somebody needs to do that. Yeah, yeah. I understand the weather was a bit blistering. I, I saw the kids' shirt flapping, so oh, a little micro there going up and down. So we had, I know it was pretty windy on Friday when they were setting up. Maybe it looks well. Duck roll the there. Whoa! <laughs> but yeah, you got to watch the YouTube version of this. This is good. Um, so is this the link? Design. We'll put the link with this video. Is this Raymond's footage? No, no it's Raymond. not. Unfortunately, the ring or I made it this year. Uh, so, oh, a table. <laughs> I think the guy ran out of the way. But that table's kind of close. That's unusual. All right. So, if you're in your car right now, make a point to watch this video. We'll put a link in there. This, yes. Uh, good old so crashy, actually, smashy content. Oh, well, he's coming right at the crowd. Wow. So, the SAE Air Design <laughs> Society of Automobile Red flag. Engineering. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, this is a collegiate series, collegiate series, I guess you call it. The college students build model airplanes to perform certain tasks, usually, ouch, to uh, lift weights of some sort and other technical things. And there's some very interesting, oh, that's a nice looking, it must be the uh, limited class. Uh, and so they meet and they they present their designs to judges. They have a, a section where they do oral presentations. They submit uh, written design presentations and then they fly the aircraft and so the, the fun part is when they go fly the aircraft they fly at the fort worth thunderbirds in fort worth texas the club's been hosting an event for quite a long time god 10 15 years and it is always a highly highly entertaining thing to watch you don't know which is going to make it which is going to crash uh, how well the students will do it's great when they do a good flight they get all excited and jump up and down and, and some of the technical tasks are really really interesting because they change each year so i have no idea what this year is it's I presume it's going to drop. There it is. It drops a little uh, parasite fighter thing. A lot of times these fighters are autonomous. Uh, is that powered? Looks like it went up again. Yeah, it appears to be. Yeah, that's the first year they have powered one. Yeah, there's a propeller in the back. Wow. Okay. Because last year there were gliders, and so they had to glide down and hit a target autonomously. It looks like this year they can actually power their little parasite fighters, and so uh, it's. Oh, it looks like crosswind there too. Uh, oh. Ah. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lost a wheel on landing or something. Yeah. They, they uh, lose a point for that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When well, you, you lose parts. Flight. Do don't they zero the flight if it's not flyable at the end? I forgot that rule. I don't know. I think they lose yeah. points. I think the flight just, 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 not, what do you call it? Um, that's neat with a twin. Um, disqualified if you lose a part on landing, I believe. Yeah, for that flight. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then they usually have a micro class that's usually has some sort of really constricting design constraints on it. It's got to fit in a box or or something or another. Um, that's kind of reminds me of that flying pancake a little bit. Yeah, look at that Dutch roll in that thing. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, a lot of Dutch roll. So we're looking at if you're listening to this on the podcast, we're watching some video of uh, somebody taking some really interesting. Looks like a sort of a flying wing tailless design with twin motors. Uh, kind of that's a neat looking plane. Yeah, it looks cool. pretty well. I want to give credit to Philly D. That's the person whose YouTube channel is sharing this. This is really good footage, by the way. Yeah, yeah. it is. So yeah, Philly D on YouTube. This is uh, it looks like it's some great footage. Oh, look at the cool, uh, thickness of that wing, man. <laughs> touch and go. <laughs> <laughs> touch, 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 and not it's go. Like they control it by <laughs> twisting the tail boom, apparently. Yeah, really. I have not watched the entire video, but it's it's gonna be hard for to for me anyway, to someone to beat the video I got of that guy just going right through the trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was it's the audio that does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The loud so crunch. No, the the event is sponsored in part by Lockheed Martin, which a lot of the Lockheed engineers will judge. Steal the ideas from these kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Stunt> works. <laughs> Ignore those guys in the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> They're all taking pictures, spy photos, <laughs> grabbing ideas. I see a bunch of flying Ooh. body kind of stuff. I wonder if that's one of the design criteria. Yeah, I'm, that's. I'm assuming they maybe they replaced the little because I haven't seen anything small yet. Yeah. I think they replaced it with the lifting body. Apparently, they have to take off from that table, too. Yeah, yeah they did it last year. They had to take off from a table. It was a micro class. And they had some. They had to carry a certain types of things, a certain shape of things. They usually, you know, they try to make rules that, you know, really, really constrict uh, the design uh, of the students can make to make them really think about how they're going to do it. I like the canards on that, too. Uh, so it's very much an engineering challenge for these kids. Usually they're aerospace engineers, mechanical engineers, that kind of stuff. And so they have to do really tightly controlled rules. That's why the planes end up looking really weird, uh, because they have to look weird sometimes to fit. To get the it has to fit need. on an aircraft carrier. Yeah, <laughs> it, it has exactly. to carry lots of ordnance. <laughs> got to fit in the suitcase. Yeah. That's another. That's too bad I missed this year. Some interesting designs. That one wheel. All right. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna watch this whole video unless we turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool stuff. Yeah, yeah and it's an hour long, so I can't watch the whole thing. Oh, okay, I'll yeah. just yeah. fast forward to some other part. There's some. Here's one taking off and not hitting the people on the side. Oh, wait, duh, you spoke too soon. <laughs> and right. it's you know sometimes a little bittersweet. You see a plane may um uh, you know the wings may fold up in flight or they may do better than you think some planes look like they're made out of duct tape and bailing wire and they may do better than you think some... oh. <laughs> turn it off turn it off <laughs> yeah well, you gotta watch it for yourself folks oh, boy. yeah i'm gonna watch it too that's a nice long video i made a short video i think last year uh some of the highlights as well um uh, for some the a and m plane was just cool they had they were last year they had to carry soccer volleyballs or soccer balls right yeah something like that yeah, one plane carried like 20-something or, th or maybe almost 30 soccer balls. And one fell apart in the air, and it was just kind of comical. All these balls are fall bouncing around and stuff as it, it came down. Okay, uh, well, I will jump here so Fitz can talk, but the next plane is Texas A&M's. Yeah, A&M usually does really well. Wow, look at that. Oh, This is, this is yeah, from last weekend. Good job on getting this. Looks like it had a lot of lift, just didn't have enough thrust or something happened. I, the legs aren't long enough. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's texas a&m well the size that. of that monster it's like a flying pencil <clears throat> yeah look at the tapered look at the tapered wingtips it does it's got a lot of taper on it i mean it, it tapers really from the root i mean it doesn't just like taper at the wingtip it's tapered all the way from the root 
It's interesting because um, there's usually some teams that are that traditionally do. Oh, it's big. I knew the well. RPM looked like it was what a hundred. Rudder. Is a Texas flag for those of you driving? The rudder is a Texas flag. Hook'em horns. I mean, hook horns. Like, yes. I had to say hook'em horns when I see AM. But I'm curious about how the normal. Usually, we have. Uh, I think there's a Polish team that usually does really well. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Brazil also usually wins. But no Ember Riddle. No Ember Riddle. Like uh, well. Let me jump to the next topic then, because we'll uh, finish here, because I do want to mention Riddle. And this is something that uh, I'd like to add on from Austin, my son, going to Embry-Riddle. We found out that they don't do SAE Aero Design at Embry-Riddle anymore. Yeah, we've talked about it. And the the comment was, well, they kept winning, yada, yada. So (laughs) now, I'm not kidding you, that's what they said. So now they participate in a program called uh, design, build, and fly. And this happened just a few weeks ago. This is Embry-Riddle's entry called Rooster. And the and I may have told you this, but all the members of this team have rooster tail head, uh, you know, what do you call it? Mullets. Haircuts? <laughs> haircuts, yeah. Oh, the mullets? Mullet <laughs> yeah, yeah, so anyway, that's their airplane. It came in third place out of over what 70 teams i think i have the uh score sheet, score sheet oh, here, at least the first half so um the first team hn university ever heard of that one i think it's a uh, not in this not in the u.s i mean they beat the second place team by 30 points embry riddle lost only by three points for third oh, place man. over but, university of you pronounce that word terry La I can't see it, La Jana. So it's a little small <laughs> i can't really see it either. okay well so the anyway, kudos to Emory Riddle Daytona for coming in third with their entry. So that's the uh, again not SAE Aero Design Design Build and Fly, and that is from the uh, AIAA group yeah. called the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics. So the non SAE SAE. It's it's the other team, the, the, the other, other division. <laughs> and from what I've heard, at least talking with the staff at Embry Riddle when we visited, this was a lot harder. So I guess they oh, just wanted to up their game a bit. Well, and yeah, sadly, I was joking, but yeah, yeah, the AIA is a very, very respectable and very well-known uh, institute uh, for aeronautics, and I think they do standards too. I think. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I noticed the plane wasn't in the school colors. What's up with that, man? I don't know. It says Embry Riddle University, second place, twenty twenty two DBF. Mm. So. But it's that one right there. Well, at least they're participating in something. That's good because it's 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 such a valuable engineering exercise for students to do that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. that's good to see they're doing something. Oh, here you go. Here's your photo. Oh, cool beans. Do you know where that was? I I think it was in Arizona. Oh, okay. Hmm. But anyway, congratulations, Emmy Riddle. Woohoo! My son's future alma mater. <laughs> yeah, is he, yeah is he excited getting ready to go he is uh, he is and yeah. daddy's getting nervous are you gonna drive him out there or are you gonna fly out there oh absolutely i'm dropping his butt off <laughs> <laughs> so how often do they allow you go to the blood bank to sell your blood? <laughs> It's like every third day, every week. <laughs> How many kidneys a, do you have? I'm on a kidney deduction plan. Uh, yeah, do yeah. you stop at the sperm bank on the way home, or do you have to stab <laughs> them? How, how does that work? 
<laughs> is it like a bar hopping? One day it's the, one place it's the kidney, the other place it's the spleen, one place it's the blood. We, uh, you know, I, I, how are your kids, Terry? <laughs> how are you? They're doing okay, right? You, you do what you need to do for your kids, right? You gotta do what you gotta do. There you go. You gotta do what you gotta do. So I'm not even gonna think about it. I'm hoping that he will succeed and do well, and you know, and hopefully, you know, pay back. <laughs> the bills yeah at least help pay back right he'll he'll get an invoice later once he graduates <laughs> i'll send him a nice fat bill and just and side note <laughs> this happened just yesterday i'll give it i'll give it to him the gopro 7 that i had i gave to him when i got my new gopro 10 and he's used it for a while but <laughs> he took it to the beach when we went to embry riddle and it got wet and then it just died just quit and was it it's supposed the case? to be it was in the case no it was sealed everything oh. and you know it's like like it's supposed to be and he's used it before for scuba diving and stuff and it's never had any issue but he put it in the water came back out it died well dad here forgot to unsubscribe his gopro subscription when i got the 10 so luckily after i paid for the subscription uh, it comes with this uh hassle-free gopro return program so no, no questions asked. Uh, that's a bunch of malarkey. There were lots of questions asked. And there, there was a lot of time and, and there was more money to be paid, but he ended up getting a new GoPro nine hero All right. and he ended up getting it yet. I ended up paying for it. So it's never ending. Yeah. I told him, I said, you know, that is mine. <laughs> yeah, but you gave it to me. I said, yeah, but I paid for it. So just remember if I ever asked for it, I get it back. Well, quasi-related to that, and I don't want to get into it tonight, but let's chalk this up as a future topic. When I was a kid, kind of the joke was used car salesmen were the shady salesmen in all of business, right? Now, I think that mantle is held by cell phone salesmen, salespeople. So I've got stories about trying to deal with cell phones and how every time that we have to trade one in or upgrade, it is a complete an utter nightmare from beginning to end. So let's talk about that in the future because that's related to RC stuff. Okay. All right. You just triggered me when you started talking about your GoPro. <laughs> I can hear the words they're saying to you now when they offer you partial trade in and yeah. Well, I mean, in the end, I'm out $140 for a new mm -hmm. GoPro hassle free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, I had to pay for the subscription. I had to pay for the, you know, it's a $99 trade-in or something like that. So yeah, uh, hassle-free. It took him, what, three weeks <laughs> to get it back to me. Uh, I digress. He's He's got his GoPro. He's happy. I, I do what I can for my son. Hopefully he'll be happy at Embry Riddle. I'm sure he will be. So can I segue into the next topic with uh, Austin? Uh, whatever that is, sure. Nats. Oh, the National okay. Championships at International Air Modeling Center in Muncie, Indiana. Never been. Bucket list item. Going to do it this year with Austin. <clears throat> Mentioned it before. I plan to enter the uh, nostalgia class. And here's the sad news. <laughs> so the, the rules for nostalgia class, it has to be designed prior to January 1st, 1980. The aircraft that you fly. Okay. My Golden Eagle was designed January 31st, 1980. Nuh-uh. How are I there cannot, even records for that? 
I cannot fly the golden eagle. I just it just breaks my heart because like I did all that work and I was like I can't wait to fly this just for fun in competition. I'm still bringing it because I want to show it off, but it doesn't qualify. So it only qualifies for the uh, rudder elevator spoiler res. Right. And so and you're I can still that, with... <laughs> yeah, yeah, way advanced stuff. So I mean, it'll be just for fun. You know, I'll probably come in dead last. No big deal. But uh, we're registered, so it's. And if I do the RES, it's going to be earlier in the week. So that's okay. That'll be give us more time together for Austin and I. But the nostalgia class is only Friday and Saturday. So okay. that's a long drive to go there for just two days. And so I still plan to probably go early and hang out there. And I haven't decided whether we're going to do a hotel or if we're going to use the trailer or slash camp. So hoping to get with Scott Black our buddy at Skybench Aerotech and have him kind of hold my hand and give me some advice. Cause I have no idea what I'm doing at Nats. I don't, <laughs> but I'm just eager to go because I'd like to participate in the hundredth anniversary of the first Nats yeah. and just be a part of it. Uh, I think Austin would enjoy it and just getting a chance to fly my dad's Olympic 99 out there. And again, show it off is part of the joy. When was and, that one designed? Uh, uh, 78, okay. 77. Um, I don't have that. I, I, I not, I'm not for sure, but I was funny. You mentioned, asked the question because I was reading the Sagita 900 manual. I think the Sagita qualifies. So maybe I build the, the 900 before going to Nats and it mentions the Aquila and the Olympic 99, as far as being competition models in the seventies. Hmm. All right. And these are, you winch launch for the competition? You know, I think you can also high start. It's your choice. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing I didn't know. Um, at least what I've learned watching some videos, <laughs> AMA videos, uh, it's best to have a team to go there or work with other members like groups so that you can have runners for your high start line. Oh, okay. I am putting Austin to work. He's going <laughs> to yeah. be me when I was eight years old with my dad. <laughs> I'm going to make him go get the flag and run back. Uh, but that's how it works because uh, please forgive me if uh, those of you listening are just saying he is so wrong. From what I've learned about the competition, you have a 10 minute window to launch and fly and land, at, you know, within 10 minutes because they're trying to keep you to attend. So there are points you get for landing at the right time or, you know, landing close to the spot and zone. And so if you come down early, you can get back on the line and go back up, you know? Okay. So <laughs> there's, and I, and I don't know the point scheme. I, I honestly, I don't care. I'm going there to just have fun and participate. I'll learn the rules later, you know, when, when they <laughs> say you're disqualified, <laughs> don't you know, you can't do that. And so having uh, those assistants, those are the people helping you is a huge benefit. So I think that'll be fun if I can do that for Austin and I, we help each other out. And yeah. I don't know if there's a rule that states you can't share a plane. So he's also going to fly? Oh, absolutely. I've registered. And you're going to fetch the high start? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Have you been exercising? <laughs> Training for this? <laughs> I'm playing the Rocky theme right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, the Rocky 4, whatever it was, the training scene. Yeah, exactly. No, it'll it'll be fine. I'm going to bring my mini bike. <laughs> karate Kid, you're the best you can. <laughs> so right, well, I'll be going to Nats. When is that? 
Uh, July 20th. Is that correct? It's a week before Air Venture. So I think, you know, that's we're going to finish up 21st and 22nd. And then Sunday morning, we drive to go see you. Yay. We drive all the way to Wisconsin or pick up Fitz at, uh, was it Appleton? Appleton. Yeah. Yeah. We got to figure that out. Fitz. Yeah, I do. Cause I, I haven't bought a plane ticket yet. Yeah. And then you have to put your planes that you want to fly in my trailer. Oh, that's right. They, they yeah. have to go with me to Nats. But they can't be big anyway, so. I don't anticipate bringing much to to that. I think our weight limit's two and a half pounds, and it can only be electric. Okay. Not a problem. So I'll give you one space. One spot. Very special <laughs> airplane. Plus all the stuff I had to bring Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Is there much? I know there's, there's a couple two. of kids. Yeah, yeah, two things so far. Yeah. So far. <laughs> So do we want to segue, actually, so before we segue to the natural thing, which is where you got one of those kits, um, one thing that popped in my head while you were talking about your gliders is um, last weekend was a work day for my club. We just went and did a general cleanup of the field, and they uncovered a, a wench that was there. That Wait, what? We used was to do glider mad? competitions. And it was like just, what, buried in the ground or something? Not that kind of wench. No, it was buried in the clubhouse somewhere. I don't know oh, if it was okay. in the attic or something, but uh, a glider start wench, not like a Renaissance festival wench. Um, <laughs> or, or a crescent wrench. Or, right. So a winch, yeah, electric yeah. winch of some sort. Winch. Yeah. yeah, we got it. Uh, <laughs> so apparently we used to do glider competitions at our field. And so they're talking about dusting it off and maybe doing some more. That'd be interesting. Still work? Look like it yeah. still works? Yeah, it looks like it's in good shape. Ooh, I mean, it's not much cool. to it, right? It's just a car starter motor and battery and a foot pedal. There's, pedal, there's yeah. a lot to it. There's more to it. Brakes, return line, okay, meters, yeah. Yeah, pulleys. pulleys. But, uh, I, I will say my dad had one. I think he acquired it from somebody. He started working on it, but then it, like this one, in got buried in the, the corner of the garage. We never And I never used it, so I sold it. And I don't know. There's something about a tow line that's a lot of fun. Yeah, and from I what can, I heard, I can still do it for fits. I can still launch <laughs> planes. Yeah, it sounded like they were going to replace the line that was on it because it's obviously old and gets brittle. But other than that, I think it's uh, pretty close to ready. I hope you do I, it. I, I hope you uh, get that active with your I've club. Never yeah. used an electric winch before. So. I've never used, never used one. Yeah. yeah. I understand there are very good ways of uh, the winch is very efficient and snapping a wing in half if you're not yep. careful. yes in fact there's a video i saw today on youtube it's sad it's sad but I, you know you laugh a little bit but this guy winched his sail air up and the wings folded into a v but he <laughs> landed it i mean oh, it wow. came down and he was still able to fly it and land it <laughs> <laughs> so, a little too much power there <laughs> all right so let's go back to the segue that should have happened there where you're bringing me two models. One of them you just picked up for me last weekend at... Da, 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 da. Which was it? Oh my gosh. Where did you guys go last weekend? Big doofus. Where'd we go, Fitz? We went somewhere uh, where we got to talk to someone and look at hot rod cars. Oh, that place. Yes, oh my gosh. Place. <laughs> I thought you were only playing dumb. I no. didn't, but I didn't pick up a plane for you there. Yes, you oh, did. Oh, oh, man, I'm not. I'm not even thinking that plane <laughs> at all. I'm Tell me again what's in that mug. Hello, McFly. 
That's okay. We love you anyway. You know, <laughs> so that's so, that's what I'm here for, just for the abuse. <laughs> we, we went to New Creations RC, one of the pioneers in electric uh, RC models up in uh, Willis, Texas. And uh, we got to talk with uh, Kirk Massey. Massey. Yeah, okay. Because there's two Kirks. I don't want to get the wrong one. Kirk Massey Jensen. gave us a, a nice 10 minute interview. He's uh, We posted it on our uh, Facebook page. I don't know if we're going to put it anywhere else. Um, but so he YouTube gave us. Also, great... isn't it? Yeah, I put What's it on that? YouTube. Yeah. It's on our YouTube. Oh, channel. YouTube. Okay. Uh, great. He's been running the store for over 30 years and uh, he's getting ready to go into summer retirement. And so we thought we'd give him a, a chat. And he gave us a nice uh, talk with about his uh his flying exploits early years of the store and his uh things he's been doing and it's really neat to talk with him uh about that and so while we were there lee picked up something for terry lee you want a little viking <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just i really drew a blank terry i was like what plane are you talking about are you talk about the the butterfly was the one i got for you at uh, whams or something i thought that was part of the auction you won Oh, that was the, yeah, that was a big collection yeah. of the auction. By the way, Fitz, did you ever open up that box further of the plane I got you? Which is still in the box. No, that I M&M. like put, yeah, I haven't had a chance to look at it. Further. It's tucked okay. away. Okay. No, it's on the side of the workbench. I just got, I've been busy with some other stuff. I was just wondering if you went through it. So, yeah, I got yeah. a plane for Terry because, uh, and in fact, uh, I mentioned his name, Kirk Jensen. He gets the credit because he said, hey, I saw some planes over here that have Terry written all over them. So, He's the one who brought me over there. I photographed him, sent him to you, and then you picked the little Viking. And so. literally one of them was called a Terry, right? Oh, uh, that was actually at uh, Gotta Know Joe's. Oh, in, okay. And who knows what was in that box? <laughs> <laughs> that is a whole other story. <laughs> if I think I'll let Fitz tell it because I think he could be more colorful and, and, <laughs> and well, entertaining on that story. Well, let's get the point across. New Creations is closing the doors pretty soon so if there's anything you wanted or if there's anything old school electric that you think you want kirk might have it so he's got plenty of new stuff but also a pretty big stash of yeah old stuff. that's the real gem is to go in there and find some really some old school stuff or some unusual off the wall things that he's picked up over the years even when i was there i picked up a couple of just oddball things that i'd never seen before like what is this this is kind of neat it could come in handy uh so it's he's he's just been in for so long <laughs> yeah so what's the website new creations dash rc i'm gonna check that right now yeah i had to check it new... there's a dash i think it's new creation rc no i think, I think, it no, I think it's uh i think it's new creations dash rc yeah it but is. the problem is don't the website is is decades out of date what 1990 uh, it's literally it's it's almost useless other than phone number and an address. So uh, call. But so yeah, just call them, see what you have. Don't don't go by don't go by the website. About yeah. I even asked him about it. He says, yeah, don't. That we we just gave up on the website. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but but you can still go there and you get the phone get the phone number and the address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a shot worth visiting. There's is there a discount now? What do you say it was? Thirteen percent or ten percent? Ten percent. If you pay with cash, cash, yeah, which cash that's hard to do over the phone, but yeah, hmm. and I was telling Lee that I had to lean on him. Uh, I think sometime last year I was doing that build review for the Leprechaun glider, hmm. and I needed a folding prop uh, assembly. I needed a, a particular pitch prop. I needed a particular 
hub with a particular size um, uh, shaft and stuff. So I called him up and says, "Hey, I need, I need a you know a, a forty-five millimeter spinner with a, a thirteen-five whatever, and this size." And he 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 said, "Okay," and he go and grab the various parts I needed. And a couple of days later, in the mail, I got it. So yeah. uh, it was real handy. So I'm gonna gonna miss sometimes uh, being able yeah. to get some some specialized stuff that he sells for sure. And you gotta watch our if you haven't watch the video interview we did just for the astral flight story. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was for Terry. That was all for Terry. <laughs> so it was funny when I watched that, it reminded me there was an article on Facebook Marketplace, one of the RC for sale things, and where a guy had a, a machined out astral flight with a gearbox. And at the time I didn't realize that Kirk had done those things. So I think yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. it since then, Fitz. But uh, yeah, yeah. So it was a Astro Twenty Five that had been milled out just the way the one Kirk talks about. So I'm curious if that's one Kirk has his fingerprints on. Yeah, and it was amazing. I didn't really know the story about how he was a quarter scale Cub with um, I forget how many batteries twenty one million like one million. Yeah, and this is in the mid '80s. He did this. He had to use two chargers, and it was just. Uh, and he kept burning up motors. <laughs> <laughs> really, really bleeding edge part of electric flight. I didn't realize that that he did that 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 early. Uh, so it's a really amazing, amazing guy to talk to. Uh, and he does a fantastic work on rebuilding old uh, hot rod cars too. I guess he. Yeah, I had that start. in. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, we're showing a video, and you'll see in the back. But apparently, that's where he started. He said apparently he's an expert bodywork guy and and that kind of stuff. And then he kind of fell into the hobby store business and did that. Now he's getting back into uh, his hot rod heritage uh, with his bucket. What do you call the tea bucket? Um, I would guess that, but I I really don't know. I think that's what he called it. Basically, a model T, model A kind of thing. Shop, yeah, it's got a couple different things, but anyway, it's a it's a Ford sports car, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roaster, <laughs> watch the video, you'll see it. We got uh, some cool stuff. He's uh, he's always has been a part of Best that Lee and I always talk about. Uh, Best Electric in South Texas event, he either donates sometimes, he set up shop there, and uh, he's or he just goes to fly. He's he's because it's kind of just on the road from him so um so kirk uh we'll, we'll miss you uh, it's always been neat to go visit the shop and he's uh he always comes with some interesting design that he flies to so yeah, uh, sure. but i understand completely he's been doing it for 30 years time sometimes it's time to move on now, wasn't it kirk that did the corsair variant of like an f82 twin mustang he did a twin corsair not a Corsair. He did a twin something. He, he glued two planes together. He glued a P-47 and a Corsair. He split two park zones. Oh, right is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It was an asymmetrical together. thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I thought he did a, a twin Mustang kind of thing, but with something else. He did. I, I saw it in the shop, but I can't remember what it was. Like two Delta Wing looking things that he glued together. Uh, oh, Strikers. Park zone Strikers. Yeah, two Strikers. That he okay. Together. He cut kind of cut the wing tips off, the left one and the right wing, and and glue them together to make a twin striker. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You do kind of goofy stuff like that. Yeah. All right. What next? Rubbing your hands in eager anticipation. Well, uh, I've got a story to share. Lee yeah, has a new toy to play with. You got, uh, you, you have a new toy to play with, Fitz? 
Yes. Well, yeah. So speaking of my club's work day last weekend, um, it didn't take long for us to do all the work that needed to be done. And the field is actually in great shape. When I talked about the Eagle 2 that I've been working on being ready to fly, I mentioned that we've got a lot of snow melt and everything was soggy, especially our field. But a few days of sunshine dried it right up. So our field looked great. Mm-hmm. I took it out there with me for the work day with a couple batteries and that puppy flew and it flew well. So I'm really happy with it. The, the Astro motor has plenty of power for it. Fitz, you predicted that it would hover. Um, I didn't try hovering, um, but I don't think it'll quite do that. It does have some nice uplines though. I did some hammerheads with it and it went up nice and high from mm. basically I did a touch and go with it, almost a full stop touch and go, and then took off into a hammerhead and it went a couple feet high before it ran out of gas. So it flies nice. It was windy that day. For the very maiden flight, it was windy, but not crazy. Um, So on the first battery, I flew for a couple minutes and landed. Then I did another flight on the same battery. It was at 30 amps with a 4,500 milliamp hour LiPo. Theoretically, you would get nine minutes of full throttle if you wanted. And this thing obviously doesn't need full throttle to fly. Look at that. Yeah, so that was the actual flying. maiden takeoff. Was it? Oh, it took right off. Yeah. This, this and the first was... video I've seen flying it, actually. Oh, okay. Because you don't go to our Facebook page. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it does big loops. It yeah. did well in inverted flight. It rolls very slowly. So I found that when I want to roll it, it's full aileron deflection, full rudder deflection, and then <laughs> pray. But uh, well, it a it's, it yeah, it's, it's not intended to do that. But um, it's just a nice flying airplane, just like you would expect from a high wing 40 size trainer. And there's just a little bit more smile in Terry's face because he's got it all old school, man. My, Watch this. Oh, Watch right. this. <gasps> hover, hover, hover. Oh. Plop. <laughs> My first yeah, sound go was nice. It sounds good, too. It has a nice growl to it from the gearbox yeah. and maybe the brushes. Yeah. So, um, for the second and third flights, the, the wind had really picked up and it was gusty. I flew anyway and it was fine, but you can see after the landing, as I was taxing in, the wind blew it upside down. Um, but no, it's a great flying airplane. <laughs> no damage from that. My only gripe is something you hinted at last time, Lee, that to change the battery, I have to take the wing off. And in the instructions, it recommended 14 number 64 rubber bands to hold the wing on. 14. That seems a little excessive. I don't That's think I can fit 14 sense. on the pegs there. Jeez. Uh, I used 10 and th- that seemed fine. So, but still, uh, not a big deal. Um, had fun with it. I'm going to try it again on a calm day, hopefully, and just ring it out, see what it does. I did some stall test with it and full back elevator. It just mushes along. It's, you know, it's a trainer. That's what you expect. So, bottom line, I'm super happy with it. The, like you said, Lee, a classic airplane with a classic power system. And I don't think I mentioned this before. The motor is vintage. It's got the Astro Speed Control, which is equally vintage. The BEC, it has an ultimate BEC in it. I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was yeah. the first off-the-shelf switching BEC. So that's probably very close to that same time frame as well. So, And the servos are vintage. They're the old Airtronic standards. The only thing in it that's modern is the um, the battery and the new chrome Dubro wheels. Everything else is 
20 something years old. You thumbs up. Sure, you want to trust those servos that old? Or do you... They have zero time on them before I got it. Oh, they're brand new servos? Yep. Okay. So it's interesting. Those old Airtronic servos, the wires are different. What was signal and power are opposite. So you can just pull oh, the plugs. Yeah. But yeah. also the plugs, while they look like the, the universal ones, they have ridges on them that make them taller than standard. So I was able to clip off the ridges with some side cutters and through creative use of some extensions, I was able to use the same Airtronics plugs. Mm. So yeah, that all worked out. Nice. Knocking on wood, but yeah, I'm super happy with it. Thanks. I, I won't go on much more about it, but thank you, Mark Roddy for sending me the motor and speed control that uh, fit this project perfectly. As a matter of fact, the project was centered around using that motor. So, yeah. That was Astro Flight 25? Astro 25 Cobalt geared, which I think was also new. And it has the Astro 204 brush speed control, which is huge, like the size of a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> but I, I forget what the voltage uh, rating is on it. It's a lot of volts and I think up to 50 amps. So it's a beast. That's neat to see kind of new life in old old school electronics like that. It yeah. work really well. It does, yeah. So hope to keep it around for a while. Yeah. That's my story. So now Lee has a new toy and Fitz has a new toy. Who talks about the new toy first? Go ahead, Fitz. Um, mine's real quick. Uh, I've I've picked up the new E-Flight uh, Ultra Stick 1.1 meter one. So that the new one, we didn't really talk about this, but it just was released what, a couple weeks ago or so. You say uh, you announced. picked up. <laughs> well, yeah, someone I picked it up and looked at it. Picked it up from his doorstep. Someone delivered to you. Yeah, let's just, come on, man. <laughs> oh, details, details. So, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I really haven't had a chance to do other than kind of fondle it and look at it in the box, uh, middle of a couple other projects. But it, it looks really neat. Comes with a, you know, balsa wood bind and fly. It looks like just a few things to put together on it. Look forward to applying it. I have the the bigger brother, the um, Ultra Stick, and this looks to be in a similar vein. Looks Did like uh, you're good. Did you ever have the first version of the Mini Ultra Stick? I did not. Okay, I had did one. You? Yeah, yeah I, it was a fun airplane. You could do the had inboard flaps, outboard ailerons, and you could do crow and other stuff with it. Just a, a very nice yeah. all around flying airplane. This like looks the most, same yeah, like most sticks are. I'm just curious if there's any no, notable differences between Rev One and this one. I don't know. I don't have anything to compare to. It'd be interesting. Maybe we can compare notes that you remember or if somebody has one. Uh, I wonder if it's basically the same design, just tweaked a little bit because it looks like it has the same split flap ailerons. Uh, the electronics are newer, of course. They have the whatever AS3X safe, the, probably the telemetry setup okay. on it. Is it a four cell or three cell? I think it does three or four cell, right? Okay. Mine would have yeah. been three only. It had a Park 450 motor. And the three cell 2200, 2100, whatever it was. Okay, so this one definitely is, is a power upgrade. It's got it's three or four cell, it's got the 45 amp speed controller with three. Uh, the first one was no slouch at all with the power system, so I can't imagine what this new one's like. 
Should be fun. I wonder if it has reverse thrust on this. I'll have to <laughs> double check on that. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to, I will be doing a review on it. I will on my channel, on the Hobby View channel. I'll put up, uh, at some point put a review on it. It's kind of neat to to see a little pocket, easy. Uh, what do we call it small, small fuel flyer. There it is. That's the old version, right? The old one, I think. Because I think the paint scheme's different. Wait, now. no, no. That's is that the new one? Yeah. Because the new one's red and black. The paint scheme's different, I think. The new one. There's no mm. blue like that. That didn't look like my old There you one, go. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty sad. Ultra sticks are kind of fun sport planes. It's the other one. He's looking to compare some. The tail's different, isn't it? The rudder? Yeah, what is they showing us right now? He's just flipping through different He's showing the old and new one, it looks like. Okay. Dude, your mic, mic is off. You're talking. Sorry about that. There you go. <laughs> I tap my mic. I'm just I'm yelling at you guys. <laughs> You're not listening. <laughs> That's great. Okay, snafu. It's not at least we're not live. <laughs> so um yeah, I was just showing the different models there, and I I I never had one, but Fitz and I we saw one, uh the old version at uh Gotta Know Joe's, and it made me think about your the one you're gonna get, and I just wonder what the size differences are. So let us know what the difference mm -hmm. make sure you um do a side by side comparison of the specs from the two. Oh, do you side by side? Like he got his hands on the older one? No, like the specs, spec wise comparison just, of the oh, specs just, from the old to the new. I'll take a I, look. I, I might know somebody who has an old one. I'll have to ask him if it's the old one. Uh, it'd be nice to just to grab it, do a side by side, just put them both on the bench or something, take a look. Yeah. That's curious. So, and that's, you know. Uh, so this is not those reboots where they just put new electronics in an older airframe that's that rudder looked different at least didn't it yeah. i think the wingspan is different so we're gonna yeah, charge a yeah. hundred dollars more for a different rudder okay, well inflation <laughs> <laughs> you pays uh so that's there i also have um the maxi lift from legend hobbies the uh the, it's um uh, what's the best to describe it? It's basically a high wing sport plane, but it's got a bomb bay in it okay. and a glider tow. Thirty cc size plane. Well, you're just speaking about it as if we should be familiar with it. I, I'm not. You're not. Oh. oh, you know the old Maxi Flow fly. Maxi oh, Maxi yeah. Maxi Flow. That's something different altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we won't talk about that. So yeah, this is another review model. This will be in um, modeling. Is Vinci. this the Seagull Maxi Lift? Yeah, Maxi model. Lift. It's a okay. lift. Yeah, okay. yeah. This uh, this is a model aviation review I'll be working on. I'll probably have an associated video with it. It's kind of a neat plane. It's uh, it's you know just kind of a sport high wing thing, uh, but it's neat. The the little little things it does has and does will be more interesting. Uh, I mentioned it's got a servo actuated bomb bay doors on the bottom, so there's sort of clamshell doors that open and close there's also glider release on the top servo actuated there's there's a bomb so you can okay. candy drop or parachute men or whatever you can drop out of the bottom of it uh it's got a bunch of hatches you can put stuff in the bomb bay from the top hatches if you want you can make it electric or gas it's got a big bay in the front for tank or batteries uh, easy what's yours going to be it'll be gas i have a 35 cc um stinger engine or exhaust that'll be in it and so it's gonna be you haven't flown this yet 
I have not flown it yet. It's on the bench being worked on. That's why uh, uh, I'm not sure when I'll be able to get tailwheel. to the stick. Tailwheel is beefy. Yeah, it's got a nice tailwheel. It looks very much similar to the tailwheel that is on the uh, shock cub, hmm, okay. which is a very fine piece of machinery. So did you see any of these when you were in the factory? I don't remember. If I did, they were in bare bones. I didn't recognize them. Hmm. I right. may or may not. And as I mentioned before, not everything's being manufactured at once. So they may have had a production run and then stopped and then went on to something else. I want to fly this one. It's missing uh, a servo. <laughs> 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 now that's interesting. Now that there's Whoops. two servos in the tail of it. For their yeah. elevators. Well, this not this one. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it didn't fly. <laughs> this one flies on hope <laughs> and a prayer. <laughs> so, though, speaking of uh, Seagull models, you guys see that I posted the video of my. Uh, oh yeah, it, I it had way yet. more. Like, follow me. Come with me while I walk down the streets of Vietnam and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some B roll. Yeah, I, that video's been doing really well. I didn't realize it could do that well. People, uh, I don't know how they discovered it, but... Uh, You've got uh, it, Fitz. Yeah, thanks. And that's all basically done, cell phone. Just walking around with my cell phone. Huh. I didn't bring anything fancy with me, other than the Ooh. microphone. The wired mic, that's kind of ugly. Let's see. 30,000 views in three days? That's probably the best performing video I've had. Maybe since the uh, Dang. the P forty seven, maybe during the COVID shutdown, I guess. But yeah, it's on fire. I, I'm really, really surprised. YouTube grabbed your video and shared it with other people. This looks uh, promising. I guess and so. one hundred and forty five comments. Yeah, people have been making a lot of comments. Wow, a lot of a lot of good stuff. I got a couple couple of grumpy ones, and and but for the most part, it's been really well. Good. Yeah, always. That's yeah, well, then, then you're doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple guys still fighting the war, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's all good. I, I don't mind at all. Yeah, but yeah, people find it interesting, and I didn't realize I had that much footage. It's like, wow, I actually, there's still some stuff that was on the cutting room floor, but uh, uh, but it, it'd be nice to show. I guess maybe there's nothing like it that really shows the uh, operations of a plant like that so thanks everybody who's watched the video and giving me good thumbs up and comments i appreciate it save the uh, the, hobby save the cutting room floor stuff for like a 10-year anniversary reel with the director's cut and <laughs> pay for to, to watch that <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> yes there's a couple things i cut because they probably shouldn't show it yet because there's some things that um, may hint at unreleased aircraft and stuff uh, so i made sure i cut that out so no easter egg spoilers <clears throat> in there no Easter egg spoilers, no. Sorry. All right. So it's an 11-minute video. I'm going to watch it after we finish recording tonight. Yeah, it's not that long. And it has video, It shows footage of me flying, too, and stuff at the flying field. So it's a hybrid right. video. Right. Very cool. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Just so you fits. <laughs> There's a picture of me. They were taking pictures, too. And so on the Seagull Models Facebook page, there's a picture of me that they took. Uh, holding a transmitter and looking at the Corsair and stuff, and they said something about something about me visiting. So uh, hmm. I didn't realize they were taking pictures of me, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, tit for tat. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, anyways, that's it for me. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, Lee, I guess uh, you got a new transmitter. I did, and you've seen it, it, and you fondled it. I did. I played with it. I pressed <laughs> the buttons. I smelled it. I uh, caressed it. 
uh, we played we played with different features. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I got the uh, Radio Master Boxer in, as you can see in all its glory, and it's Boxer huge. It's huge Express LRS one watt module that goes yeah. in the back. That module's cool. It's all machined aluminum. <laughs> it is. It's got it's got a speaker. It talks to you. You can fondle the little button on the back. I have no idea what it does. <laughs> so, you, you plug it into that six thousand milliamp hour battery that's uh, plugging in this thing. Here, I'll turn it on for you so you can hear it. It says it talks to you. Welcome to HTX. <laughs> I have I have been able to bind it to one of my spectrum receivers and oh. got the servos to move. Not sure how I did it. Well, I have said this before. I'm I got it for a couple of reasons. One is not too expensive. Two, it's got a lot of channels. Three, it's got a lot of compatibility. And four. The one of the main reasons I got it was so that for Fitz, this is for Fitz too, I can use my new Cinelog or Cinewoop, whatever you want to call them, to do some chase video for his review planes. And I got to show you, this is for my GoPro, little GoPro 10. So I'm hoping to get some really cool stuff in the air. And hopefully if I get it working well, take it with me to uh, Nats and maybe Air Venture and get some good footage with it so i want to play with it so i needed an express lrs transmitter and so the boxer was new josh bardwell um you know gave it a thumbs up and i figured well that's it's worth trying now the transmitter itself is i got the page up here it was only 140 bucks and oh, really? it supports up to 16 channels and wow. that's just the, the transmitter only not the battery not in a receiver but that is a great price. Yeah. And then the, the Express LRS module was another, what, uh, 100 bucks on top of that. So still within a very good price range for uh, a, a, something that has so many bells and whistles. But there is a learning curve, and I haven't mastered it yet. I'm not frustrated. You know, it's just like, okay, I turned it on. I, I kind of got through stuff. I got my got my system to work so I can, I know I could go fly something. I just don't have dual rates and anything set <laughs> yet. And, and the numbers don't match up at all. Like it says, you know, input channel one, output channel four, and then on my receiver, it's channel three or something like that. So <laughs> I, I got to learn all that setup, but I, I also need to figure out how to turn on express LRS. And again, learning curve just got it guys. Uh, because right now I've only been able to use the four and one protocols on the boxer and not get the other one worked i thought i had it and it just sat there for the longest time trying to like load the express lrs programming and it didn't do it so those of you who have one or are yelling at me through the speakers or whatever uh, i'll figure it out i'm not in any rush uh, but as soon as i do i'll get this little quad gun but then i gotta add this it wouldn't be a, a show rc roundtable without a lee rant at the end <laughs> but look what just happened this week the version two came out. Oh. <laughs> I haven't even taken <laughs> this off the ground. And they came out with a version two. Gosh, I mean, do you want his half price now? I, it's probably. It's like, yeah, for those suckers who bought the other one, it's a hundred bucks off. So anyway, there's my rant. 20. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, it is what it is. But I, I, for the videos I saw online, this should do the trick for what we're looking to do. And, and you know what? If it doesn't, I'll... And I get used to the new Express LRS programming on that shows. I'll I'll get another quad, and we'll we'll keep trying. So, what are the protocols that are included in the four and one? 
Oh, uh, it's like I know it's FR Sky is in there. I'm thinking of Star um, Wars, a protocol droid. See, six million oh, communication. You know what? You asked me that question, and all I was looking for was the spectrum. Uh, man, uh, you know what? I don't have time to go through the transmitter because it, again, its menus are not just. Uh, I'm sure there are intelligent reasons for setting up the menu this way, and I had a call with phil hinkle because he's had a radio master and he still has a which one did he get uh pardon me he has a zorro radio master zorro it looks like a game controller okay and the logic behind the programming seems to be more like mit <laughs> graduate design <laughs> like like show your work people people who are like have to show their work so everything had to have a meaning to go from here to here so unlike when first you order say, derivative from channel one <laughs> well like when you have a spectrum radio the channel output defaults are typically the same you never change that and yeah. you go into the you know and bind or you mix stuff on this side and so here they want you to know every step every range and so forth to get to that final point so you have to actually go the whole route and you know i'm it's a little frustrating now i'm pretty sure after some time i'll get the hang of it i think it's one um, of those things that it's tricky to learn but extremely powerful once you know what you're doing exactly and for you, Fitz, uh, because you have like uh, the Raspberry Pis and stuff like that, to have this radio where it can you can plug it into a main controller, you know, and then send out signals through wires to other actu actuators and so forth. Mm -hmm. I can see that this is way more flexible for you than just a simple, you know, NX10. I say simple, but you know. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the answer, Terry. It says the four in one is. Limited to FR Sky. Oh, no, that says European. I don't know if that's the same. It says FR Sky X2, LBT, Hot, LBT, and DSMX. So, what are LB and LB2? I'm LBT, excuse me. LBT. Uh, I'll tell I know. I, I saw DSM and went, okay, <laughs> I'm good to go. <laughs> so, not fast. Yeah, there's, I don't see fast. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, good luck with it. I was going to say a shiny new toy, but it's not shiny. You're stealthy new toy. Stealthy, exactly. It's got some weight to it. What did, so, does, Fitz, you, you had your hands on good? what it. Was it, what was it that you weren't sure about? Weren't sure about? The th you thought the sticks were too short? Oh, yeah. The sticks for pinching? A short. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you could probably adjust the size, but I just thought the default was a little bit on the short side. But that's just me. It's personal. Yeah, I'll bring my screen up here because I wanted to show Terry this. Let's see if I slide you over here. So Terry, all the top buttons, this one is a temporary. Okay. You push down. Okay. This one is a locking. Oh, all right. Yeah. But the problem is if you pinch, your fingers tend to come up here. Oh yeah. And so I can, I can easily see you accidentally hitting these buttons because you're trying to pinch. Yeah. So uh, don't put your motor cutoff on that one. But for <laughs> me, see this little ridge right here for me, mm -hmm. for, for thumbs. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm not hitting anything. So we'll yeah. see. Oh, all right. And as Terry, as Fitz said, you know, the six, oh, I think I told you, Terry, the charge rate on this battery is only is limited to two amps. You can't one C charge this battery, but you're probably yeah. set for two or three months. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're using the ELRS module? Uh, probably, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> it, one watt. Glowing. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be glowing after that. You might have to oh, wear I'll, a lead suit. I'll keep you getting an x-ray. Yeah. It's a two cell battery in there yeah hmm. 
right. Pushing up on two hours. Lee, are you feeling the twitch yet? See the cane coming from the side. Yeah. I was about to send you a private chat and say, uh, let's uh let's go, guys. Right. <laughs> Most people have reached their destination. All right. Well, one more thing I was going to point out because a couple of times we have mentioned reverse thrust. I think early on when we were talking about some horizon stuff. So have you guys seen the video of I don't know what category it is, but the indoor flying competition, a recent one where they were flying with reverse thrust. I think it's Gernot Bruckman. Yeah, but it's an indoor flying routine using reverse thrust. We had seen some of that at EFEST, whatever it was. The thing yeah, we yeah. I, was at the, I forgot the FAAI name for that. Yeah, it was yeah similar to what we saw then, but yeah. it has really been refined since we last saw it. And the, really? the level of control he was able to show with reverse thrust and the things he did was, was pretty incredible. So if you haven't seen that video yet, you should check it out. And that'll be another one we link. Yeah. So, man, we've got a lot of videos to link this time. I think they use variable pitch props on those, right? Not really a reversing ESC, or do they do that now? Mm, yeah, it probably is variable pitch, oh. Yeah, which I think would be much faster. I don't know, though. Maybe it is reversing. I don't know. Yeah, it could be either way. I don't know. I'm speaking from ignorance. Yeah, I think the ones we saw back in 2016 would have been variable pitch. I think they were very, yeah, they were variable pitch. Maybe the ESCs have gotten so refined that they don't need it. Yeah, they were flying quads there for a while that had reversing ESCs that could go back and forth pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had one, or I had one. Oh, I do with it. Yeah, remember the one that um, uh, Santa Claus? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> no, before they went out, they went out of business uh, or bank or. Before they were bought out by Horizon, the um, Tower Hobbies one sold by I think you had one, didn't you? Have oh one? yeah, I did. The um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, did you get that one from me? I think I got yours. Yes. Yeah, okay. That was a fun little thing. I had a lot of fun with it. It was basically like a helicopter, um, but it had reversing props, reversing ESCs. They could do it on in a split second, so I could flip it yeah. over and right side up with it. It was a quad. Uh, I forgot the name of it. And it had props that would work relatively well either direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, that was still pretty amazing to be able to do that. But Yeah, the name of that thing will come to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> you wake up in the middle of the night. It's called a... Oh, crap. <laughs> Anyways. So where were you going on that? Are you, is that something you plan on? Just a video you're talking about? Is that Yeah, just something I saw on Facebook that was really impressive. Just some great flying. And the neat thing about those indoor models, it all happens so slowly. That yeah. Unlike with other 3D, especially 3D helicopter flying, where my brain not only couldn't imagine the stick movements to do it, my eyes can't keep up with what's going on. So while I respect that the skills it takes to do that are beyond anything most humans can do. I don't think I fully appreciate it because I just can't grasp everything that's going on. But these indoor ones, it happens slow enough that you know what they're doing is difficult, but it's at a speed where I can kind of absorb all the things yeah. they're doing. Some of them are almost like defying physics or something, the way they fly so slow and able to do these maneuvers. Just amazing. Yeah. Very majestic. Helimax Voltage 500. Was that that's it? it. That's it. Yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. When's the last time you flew that? 
Uh, a long time. I'm trying to remember what I did with it. <laughs> I think it's hanging up in a garage somewhere. Uh, I whacked it. I was flying somewhere and ended up flimming when I should have flammed and banged it into the ground and broke some of the props. I think I got replacement props for it and just haven't put them on yet. Huh. Uh, I need to go find out what I did with it because it was a fun thing to. Of course, you probably can't get props for it anymore, so I don't know if I want to fly it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, I did have a lot of fun with it. It was just it was just a cool thing to fly around. Yeah. Mm. All right. Are we done? Are we wrapping this thing up? Uh, we're just sitting for, there. We're done for Cessna 172. All, All right. right. Episode Cessna 172 is yep. in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> what do we decide the name is? Skywagon or Sky... Skyhawk. Skyhawk. That's it. Sky Warrior. Sky table. Sky table. Captain Sky. So one last comment about that. Um, And it also relates to Riddle. I specifically remember sitting in a classroom in Riddle back when they had hexagonal buildings out there. Oh, the weird-shaped classrooms. Yeah, so they were all like pie-shaped. It was like the buildings were uh, Trivial Pursuit game pieces, and each room was one of the wedges. <laughs> yeah, it was really but weird. It, but it was, if you got the wrong seat, that the the blackboard would be at some weird oblique angle. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was right next to a full scale runway, so who's going to complain? Yeah, but I remember I was in some classroom in there, and up on the wall they had, I think it was a one seventy two. It might have been a one fifty wing, but it was a a Cessna wing, all aluminum, right? And it, they had it sectioned out where this top skin was off. And I remember looking at that and thinking that aluminum, aluminum is way thinner than I ever imagined the inside of a wing would be. Yeah. Like I thought the spars were going to be like I-beams, these big honking things. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, wow. That, that stuff is real thin. Yeah. yeah it's pretty amazing. So, it's so, that's strong enough to do that, but it's still so thin. Yeah. So t- that was one of the mental hurdles that like, just in terms of how airplanes are built and how they work, that assumption I had made since I was a kid was just shattered on that day. I know, but the whole point of going to the school is so that the next time you look at it, you go, oh, yeah, I'm an engineer now. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the wing struts aren't optional. That's true. Yeah, they have wing struts to keep the wings from folding. Yeah. But the 177 does not have wing struts. It does not, yeah. Oh, really? The Cardinal? FYI. The Cardinal yeah, does not have yeah. wing struts. Retracts and no struts. How about that? All right. Yeah. Pretty slick, slick thing. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe that has the I-beam for spars. And now you know. Must, yeah. <laughs> A little star. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Yo, Joe. Okay. <laughs> okay right, so I'm if done. you'd like to, if y'all want to have any complaints about, you know, things we've said wrong, uh, email contact at rcroundtable.com. You can visit our website, website at rcroundtable.com. But we do a lot of our uh, chatter on Facebook. So please go look up our RC Roundtable page up there. And uh, thank you for listening and watching the show. Mm, yeah, what you said. Yeah, and now you can close things out, Fitz, because you do it so well. I do? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks uh, for listening for another fun-filled information uh, extraordinary. Mm, I don't know if we want to make that claim. Okay. <laughs> Everything you heard is a lie. In fact, I'm lying to you right now. So thanks, everybody, for listening to episode one Cessna of the RC Roundtable. Uh, comments and questions, as Lee said, 
you can throw us a line at contact at rcroundtable.com. And of course, check out all our social media stuff as well that you will see in the comments and Facebook and whatever. Uh, rcroundtable.com is our main webpage. You can download these episodes and also look at our back library of all kinds of cool stuff. RC Roundtable was filmed in front of a studio audience. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> um, and if you're going to Seth, go say hi to Lee. Offer to let him fly your twin yes. timber or Hopefully. pressure him into flying someone else's. Hopefully Lee will be bringing some stickers with him. Uh-huh. I will yeah. do that. Okay. So you can pester Lee for a sticker at Seth. And ask for some stick time on Plywood Overcast. There you, there go. you go. That's it. That's yeah. right. Maybe I'll get everybody to sign Plywood Overcast who, fl- oh. who gets their hands on it. Yeah, everyone who flies it gets assigned it. How about that? Like Fair that. enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, guys. Until next time, it's been fun, and we will see you later. Bye bye. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.